like I don't want to put nothing around her neck. Like I don't want to have her. Uh, they said my, they said my pubes look like Jamal Murray. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, this is why you can't. It's why you can't have CJ online because you go bro, address them read, type of com- read, you can't address them type comments. of comments, bro. Just read the comments, bro. Um, we, they said it looked like they said it looked like Katie's head. Bro, what? <laughs> To another episode of Fast Break Live NBA podcast. We back, but, but the NBA isn't, unfortunately. Um, got Dev here. Dev, say what's up. Yo, we got Kev here. Kev, say what's up. Yo, good morning. Kev. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Wherever you at. All right, and we got Rico. Say what's up. Yo, yo. What's good, y'all? Alright, we here on, what is it, today's Monday? I lost track of the days, honestly, I've been in the house for so long But, yeah, um, we here on Monday, we usually here on Sundays But we'll have this up by, I think tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon we should have this up Um, We got something new for y'all this week We're gonna start breaking down past NBA finals, playoffs, regular season games, all that stuff Um, Before we get started, we have some quick highlight, quick headlines from this um this week the NBA has been considering Spencer Dinwiddie's um, tournament idea. They also have been considering a one-off charity game with healthy players in a controlled environment for entertainment. Um, but there also is a chance that the season does not come back. But today we found out that they're willing to play, even if it means playing until July, August, or September. So we will get NBA back at some point. We just don't know when. So... There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the finals that we decided to focus on this week was the 2012 NBA finals between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Miami Heat, the Heatles. That was um LeBron's first championship after he kind of choked in that 2011 kinda. series against Dallas. I kind of was like, you got to break that down, too. We got to break down that finals, too. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we decided to um focus on this series. Um, honestly, I don't even know why we chose it. Rico, why'd you choose 2012? Because you know, KD had that smart comment of like how he basically basically he came for Kendrick Perkins, that whole situation, and then he also had the that whole comment where he was like how he basically was saying like he didn't have any shooters and like all this other stuff for like. And I just felt like you got to go back and watch the film to see what really was happening out there. All right. So um, let's start with game one. I think we all saw like a pretty, um, we saw a pretty good, I mean, YouTube doesn't have as as much finite resources for this series as they have for other series on um, on YouTube. But game one, game one, Kevin Durant took over that game. I don't know if you guys saw what happened in that game. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, LeBron LeBron basically was a no-show again in the fourth quarter. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, Heat fans at that time were probably thinking, like, 
uh-oh, not again. 2011 finals all over again. LeBron not showing up in the fourth. I remember KD had like 16 points in the fourth quarter of that series. I mean, that game. So, yeah. Yeah, he was wanting. For sure. He was wanting. And then let's get to game two because game two was like the main game that all of us saw a good portion of recently. So, um, basically what happened in the beginning of game two was that Harden and I'm not Harden. Westbrook and um, Kevin Durant were struggling, and Kevin Durant was struggling mainly due to foul trouble. But we had Harden mm-hmm. and Ibaka that was keeping the team alive after a very slow start. So, and Miami had about like a, they were up by like a, a pretty reasonable, a good amount of points. I remember in the first quarter, at one point, the score was like 18 to 2. So, that, that that's what was going on with Miami in the first half. Um, so, what did y'all, what did y'all see in that game, game two? Well, uh, watching that game, I'm first. I'm gonna start off by saying this: KD, you owe Kendrick Perkins an apology. I mean, we were talking about how everybody has their role on the team. Perkins definitely played his role. He was out there. He was, he was, he was really like a factor with Ibaka playing that interior defense. And but besides that, I feel like, I feel like overall in the series too, like. KD got into a lot of foul trouble, and that really limited them offensively. He was and, struggling to guard LeBron a lot, yeah. Yeah, and also, like, even on the offensive end, you can't let Shane Battier and, like, all of those people <laughs> just draw all these charges. Like, Shane Battier was killing them that series. Yo, he was lie. so <laughs> annoying when I was watching that series over. I was like, yo, I know no, they was pissed. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> was he really killing us, or was he flopping? Now he was nah. jar- he was drawing charges. He was doing like the Kyle Lowry stuff where he just runs into the paint and is like stands there and just waits for you. Word and he was stretching the floor. Ibaka couldn't stay on him. He had to play inside. That plus we didn't see like that stretch really. That stretch that was, position. That was before yeah. Ibaka started shooting too. Yeah, yeah. That's when he, that's when Ibaka started shooting really. Well, not that series. Not well, not that series, but he started like finding his jump shot that series. But um, I can continue. I'm, I'm gonna talk. Go ahead, Rico. I mean, wait, yeah. I mean, Shane Battier, yeah, he definitely, he was there. He was shooting three, stretching the floor, and he was just drawing like so many charges. And I feel like the foul trouble held him back. But, and then even going to Westbrook, like I said, Katie said, Katie got to send some apologies out because Westbrook was like really his Robin. Like, Westbrook was literally yeah, he was, his Kyrie. He was, he was <laughs> his Robin in that series, OD. He, he even took over that game four. Remember, he had um 43 that game. So, yeah, he helped keep them afloat when the rest of the team are struggling. But I, well, on your point about Battier, I do want to say that he is like the difference between that 2011 team and the 2012 team because he wasn't there in 2011, and I feel like they needed some more spacing in 2011 around um around LeBron because the only spacing they really had was like Chalmers and Mike Miller. Adding Battier added to the spacing, and then he also added something for them defensively. I mean, they had the Yeah, true. Yeah. True. And Bosch is definitely a stretch before stretches were super popular. But I do want to say something about Battier because I saw his numbers in the series and I was like, whoa. So his, his, um, his um, points per game numbers aren't going to shock you. 11.6 points per game. But he shot 61% from the field and 57% from three. So he was really like key out there with floor space. all-star numbers right there. And then he, he was playing 37 minutes a game. So he was really like a key member of that team right there. Now, we talking about game two still, correct? Yeah. 
Okay, Rico, you know what your opinion? Yeah. Okay. Game two is probably Harden's best game in the playoffs. In that series, you mean? In that series. Yeah, I mean, in that series. So he really kept us in that first half. Second half, that man literally disappeared. Well, that's when KD started to take over because even though he dealt with foul trouble, it wasn't like as as bad it was as it was in the first half. Can anybody um, pull up um Harden's stats for that season? I'm just I'm curious. actually looking. I'm actually looking at the stats. So the of the season or the series? The season, not the playoffs. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm about to see right now. Right now. I'm, on, I'm on basketball reference as we speak. All right, can you do through. that? I'm. I, can you do that? I want to break down like what happened towards the end of this game. Oh, but no, no, I can't finish. I cut him off. But, but um, basically, which was eleven to twelve or twelve to thirteen? That was eleven to twelve. Eleven right? to twelve. Yeah. So that season, they he played sixty-two games. Um, he averaged eleven to twelve. He averaged. Let me see. It says sixteen point eight points per game. And this, Six, uh, this is purpose. Basically seventeen. Totals, yeah, basically seventeen. Oh, no, I'm trying to look for his actual. They're not breaking on the stats. They have this shot, playoff stats. Shot forty-nine percent from the field, thirty-nine percent from oh. three. So when it relates to his playoff stats, he averaged sixteen. Basically, six deals and three and three assists off of. Let me see. Wait, you said you look at the playoffs now? Yeah, just the playoffs stats right now. Playoffs, he, averaged, he averaged 16 in the playoffs. 16 in the playoffs points. He averaged three assists and like four rebounds. And he shot 43% from the field, from the field goal and shot 41% from, what was that? From three, which is not too bad. I wish they played him more minutes, honestly. I mean, he played a good... He averaged what? 31 he and a half minutes in the playoffs. minutes a game. And a I half, feel like in the playoffs, you got to go all in with your stars, with, with minutes. Like, it's do or die time, so you got to just play him all He's out. a defensive liability at the same time. That's why he had to chill right, yeah, for, for sure. So, so to that point, I say... I know, like, we're thinking in hindsight now because, you know, we're all in the spacing era now. But I feel like they could have kept Ibaka, not Ibaka, Perkins off the floor, play a lineup of Westbrook, Stefalosha, Harden, Katie, and Ibaka. And that would have been a great lineup to put out there in, like, the last five minutes of the game. Because you get mm. your defense, you get your defense and you get your scoring. So, and you get, and you get some switchability, yeah. And you get some switchability there. We didn't see much of that lineup, did we? KD no. at the four? Oh. Yeah, KD at the four. K- oh, don't forget, he's still pretty tall. He's still pretty tall. And they I mean, played Batty at the four. Yeah, but what the, he was running, the, he wasn't running Bosch at the five. Yeah, they were. Now they were. In that finals. Ba- they had Batty at the five. Four. At the four. I mean, Batty was at the four, and Bosch was at the five. Fourth quarter? For, like, basically the whole game. Haslam would sub in occasionally, but he didn't play that much. So all right. So yeah, my opinion when it comes to like game two, um, that was that was a wake up game. Now, I'm not sure if Sam, you finished with the end of it. You talked about the end of it already? I now I wanted to break down the end of it because like there were some key things that could have like, right. so before I mention them, I'll let you mention them. So you go ahead. All right, so um there was a point where um OKC didn't get some good calls back to back. So basically, there was a foul on Derek Fisher. He was diving for a loose ball with Wade. They called a foul on him, but it could have been a no call easily. And then yes. next time down the court, and then next time down the court, next time down the court, Harden got called for an offensive foul after Chalmers flop. He sold the call. Harden did make contact, but it wasn't enough to like warrant an offensive foul off rip. 
So they got those two calls that weren't right. But then Durant cut, gets going. He cuts it to 10 with a three. And then he drives down the next play and dunks it over Battier after Charlie. Wait, he volleyed. I jumped at that work when I saw to that. cut it to eight. And then Harden cut it to six with a layup. That was one of the hardest only times that he scored in like the whole fourth quarter. Now, he scored four points in the second half. After yeah, he, scored he, scored, he scored two in the fourth quarter. That's it, I think. Yeah, that's it. Literally, that's it. He took like one shot, mind you. Like one or two shots the most. I don't get Dur- it. He just has 17, but okay. I don't think they were looking for him that much because I think they were trying to get KD going. And he did get going because he had a, he had like 20, I want to say 28 in the in the second half, I believe. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Because he had six in the first half. Yeah, so he finished the game with, I, I forgot how much he finished the game with, but he was walling in that second half. He finished um, the game with 32 points. Yeah, so he had like 26 in the second half, I believe. Yeah, basically. And he missed like he missed only like two shots. Mm-hmm. I want to get to him. I, I want to get to one of those misses. So um, Durant gets a loose ball, gets it to Westbrook. He gets an and one. They cut it to four. Then Battier hits a deep three off the glass to bank it in. Durant answers back with a three of his own. It's a four point game. I want to know. I I noted here that as we go to commercial, Bosch was seen yelling at Chalmers. That's something they used to do to him all the time. Oh yeah, this a bully that boy. <laughs> but yeah, um, Westbrook he took an off balance jumper and missed. James comes down, drives down the lane, and Ibaka gets his fifth block. And then fast forward to a couple minutes later, um, OKC has a chance to cut the lead, cut the lead to a single possession. But Westbrook doesn't see Chalmers coming from behind him. Gets the ball stolen. Wade gets the ball stolen. Um, towards the um, couple possessions later, then Westbrook finds KD. KD goes up and under. He misses the reverse layup, but then Westbrook follows it in. With like a crazy layup where he just like throws it in. Nah, it was a dunk, putback dunk, a wacky putback dunk. Yeah, basically. But then um, Stefalosha came down. He spun for a wild layup. It was out of bounds on him. Um, Then he go up by seven with 53 seconds left on a dunk by Wade. Then um, Durant comes back down, goes for a quick layup. The Heat call a timeout. Out of that timeout, Fisher steals the ball from Wade. Stefalosha passes to Westbrook, who passes to KD, who, hits, who steps back behind the three-point line, hits the three, and the lead is down to two with 37 seconds left. And here comes the, here comes the most vital play to me in the whole playoffs. But continue. Okay, so Braun takes a three, misses with um, misses. Thunder have the ball down two with 12.3 left. So... I know what you're probably saying now is um, you're talking about the play where Durant comes down and he like takes that heavily contested runner, right? I want to say heavily contested. I say fouled runner, but I mean, I mean, at that point, I don't think you should be looking for that bailout foul. Plus, he took it very early in the clock. They they had still had um, by the time he was done with the shot, they still had like seven seconds left. So. It was an early. It was an early. It was an early cheap attempt at a take, you know, trying to get a foul when you could have easily got a basket. Because the way Katie was going, he could have easily got a basket and tied it. It was a foul. The game. Right or wrong? It's a foul, but in the finals, you know they're not calling that one. No, you what? What one foul that wasn't mentioned in the fourth quarter was literally when Katie went for a rebound, and they gave him the fourth foul, which I think was a foul they no. could have easily put away. Nah, he that was definitely that was nah. You talking about the one where he um, slapped the ball out of his hand? Nah, he didn't even slap the ball. He definitely just hit him. I know what play you're talking about. You're talking about the play. I think it was uh uh I'm not sure if it was Bosch. It was someone who got the rebound and then KD tried to strip it from him and then in the process he ended up just hitting him. He had just subbed in from like 
I guess that's, that's, that's not a playoff file. That's not a playoff file to go. I know there's playoff files. We all know that exists. Oh, yeah, right? of course. So, in the playoffs, that's not a file you call in the clutch, bro, in my eyes. Like, I didn't see it as a file. I was upset when I saw it in real life. I remember watching every game in the series. So, I never thought it was a file. But that last call, the last file, I think, was very vital to the whole play, to the whole series. Because that was a clear foul on LeBron, in my eyes. Clearly. Yeah, Bron was dealing with foul trouble in this game, too. I peeped. But he didn't get in, he didn't get to the point where KD was with, like, five fouls late into the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, though. I didn't really, re- like, looking back at that finals, I didn't really realize how much, like, LeBron's jump shot has progressed. Because I'm not going to lie, I was watching that finals. That man's jump shot was broke. He was on he was low-key on his bench. Simmons kind of time, and not going to lie. He was taking them, but like it was broke. Like he was showing his, his shot was bad. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild. But and honestly, I feel like if KD, honestly, yeah, like that one call when KD like reaches for the ball, swipes, and gets his like his fifth foul, he didn't need to do that. And even when I was watching it, I was like, I saw KD get ready to go for like the swipe or whatever, and I was saying to myself like, don't do it. You're definitely gonna pick up the foul. And that's exactly what he did. And I feel like I feel like, yeah, you can make the argument that it's not a playoff, it's not a playoff foul, but at the same at the same time, knowing you're in foul trouble, you can't you can't do things like that. Your team needs you. At least that's in a my fact. opinion. Let's not let's not um, forget, even though Russell Westbrook was his Batman, he definitely had his negatives. Because even Maddie Johnson said the first half of that game was probably the worst. From from a point guard he ever saw in his life in the finals. Yeah, I sent I sent that clip in the chat. I I had to I had to send that one because that was like a key quote that stood out to me. Because like it's something that could that could even be applied to him like as of recently too. Exactly. So that's one thing. That's one reason I've always said like it was hard for them to win together. That's because Westbrook. I'm I'm not gonna blame Westbrook now for me, but mm-hmm. he has moments where it's like don't shoot like. He took threes when he shouldn't be taking certain threes. Certain mid, certain middies he didn't have to take, and like he just forced it. That whole first half, he was really forcing it until he turned up in the second half. So like stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie though. Even though like yeah, you he did have a he had bad first halves in the second in the second half when it really mattered down the stretch. He was finding KD and he oh, was no, showing definitely. up when KD he definitely wasn't there. Up in the second half, though. I'm gonna give him that. I'll give him I that, but. They were and definitely. I, he was very reckless, though. Like he was. That's that's a Russell that was more reckless and more of a chuck back then too. And I feel like nah. Go ahead. Nah, I definitely feel like Westbrook definitely is more of a chuck now than he was back then. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, for sure. You think I, so? Yeah, yeah, I think bro. back then he knew when to pass it to KD. Yeah, like he was. Nah. I, like, I'm, I'm watching. I mean, okay, okay. The three, yes. That one play, yes. But there are many times, games after that, where he was supposed, KD was at the ball in the hand, and he didn't have it. Well, I feel like Bro. after that series, after they got rid of Harden, they started to prioritize Westbrook more, cause like they just had two stars to worry about. They didn't have to worry about the three of them, so they started to prioritize Westbrook more. And then that's when Westbrook felt the liberty to like be able to take some of those shots at the end of games and stuff like that. That's not how Harden though, because I don't get how you score seventeen in the first half. And then you come to the second half and take like two shots maximum, bro. Like, how does that work? But that, yeah, that, that that doesn't make any sense to me. I understand KD supposed to get hot, 
But like, yo, bro, you telling me you're gonna take two shots after just dropping seventeen in the first half? I mean, Harden was also just like, I mean, he definitely didn't show up, but also at the same time, he was also just like the sixth man at that time. He was probably just trying to play his role. Not saying just taking two shots is acceptable, but he was, he was a third option though, six man or not. Everyone know that he was a third option. So even if he got took an extra shot, ain't no one gonna complain. I feel like they should have played him more minutes because I'm looking at his minutes now in the in the um series. So for the series, the top two, the top three minutes for OKC were um Kevin Durant. He um he averaged forty two point six minutes per game. Westbrook um forty two point three, and then James Harden with only thirty two point eight. I feel like you should have him close to thirty eight minutes, even if he's the sixth man. But like you need that scoring option out there too. And like I said before, I feel like they should have tried um, a different lineup with like Ibaka at the five, Katie at the four, since they were running Battier at the four. So you might as well have all that scoring out there anyways. The thing was, running small back then didn't really get like popular until like after that series in my eyes. Oh yeah, he, small ball was like definitely something that was looked down upon. Yeah, so Joe Duffy, Perkins, I, I, I felt like Perkins played a bit too much sometimes. Yeah, going back to that game, that game two, he was actually a minus sixteen in game two. Um, yeah, he, didn't, he didn't do too much. And I and I noticed that like they stopped playing him a while in the second half. Like they just started playing like Ibaka out there and even Collison sometimes because Kendrick Perkins yeah. was just not getting it done in that game. To the point where I saw a play where Perkins got the ball and tried to make a move, and boom, the ball traveled. I'm like, you see, see. <laughs> so I don't know. You shouldn't be sitting here chatting, but I mean. Rico said he played his part. I just felt like he could have played his part a little better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like of course. I mean, a lot of people on OKC could have played their part better. This is for sure a fact, but Perkins at a start, I just never agreed. I never agreed with um how he played as a starting center. Like <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't think he should have started over even I rather had even Collison start, to be honest. Because Collins Collison actually will come on the court and do something. Nah. Nah, bro. In that series, Bosch was you need Perkins for that. You need you need Perkins for that physical edge. I feel. Yeah, Perkins was like he was definitely the defensive anchor on that team, though. I'll say that. And you need that, but like against the the lineup that Miami was running, Kendrick Perkins was kind of out of place because they were running Bosch at the five, and Bosch could like space out and hit the and hit the um hit the three. Kendrick Perkins is not used to going all the way out there and guarding someone out there like that. So and a lot of that series goes goes on on Scott Brooks too. Uh, so. Yeah, there were some things that he could have done differently. I'm not gonna lie though. I mean, like speaking about Bosch stretching the floor, a lot of the a lot of the matchups they would have Kendrick stay in the middle. They would have Bosch go out. They would have Bosch and Ibaka be out there in the corner. And then a lot of the times where like KD would be on LeBron, I saw I saw a lot of situations where KD had to switch with Perkins, and they had Perkins out there on LeBron on an island. And I yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Like can't he didn't fit like that. that. He didn't fit that lineup. I mean, now hindsight is 2020, of course, and we have the small ball era now with like spacing and all that. So of course that's what we think now. But at the time, that was probably the best. They thought that was the best option. But obviously, looking back now, we can look back and say like they could have done so many different things. Word. And like the lineups. I mean, the lineups that. OKC was having out there. They barely played anybody. I mean, they played maybe like seven guys. Yeah, they played like that a seven-man rotation that game. 
Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to have a short rotation like that, then why not use Harden to his fullest capabilities at that point? But I mean, to, he wasn't to, providing. To address, quick. to address Katie's point, was he wrong in that series to say he didn't have shooters, et cetera, et cetera? Of course that's, not. Because, like, the only guys that he had coming off the bench, I mean, you have um Derek Fisher. He shot 35% from the field off the bench. I mean, and then um, who else played in this series? Um, like, like Harden Steph- shot thirty-one percent. Stephanos shot eighteen percent. Westbrook shot thirteen percent from three. And then you have on Miami side. I already said Shane Batty was shooting fifty-seven percent. You have Chalmers at thirty-four, basically thirty-five. Bosch at forty percent from three. You got Norris Cole. He gave them key minutes too. I remember. Yeah, he was, he was Eric Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> and quick question: What was the statement um, that Perkins made about Katie again regarding that series? I don't think he was talking about this series. I think he was talking about the series um, versus Memphis when Westbrook got hurt. Okay, so yeah, I the following year. Yeah. I remember that series when he had to carry them by himself. Okay. Yeah. We could look at that series. Any father got injured that series. I remember we didn't have Ibaka or Westbrook that series. And we got Ibaka late, I believe. But yeah, when you look at the shooting that Miami had, you even you even had Dwayne Wade shooting 40% from three. And Dwayne Wade's not known as like a steady three-point shooter either. So when you when you see how the shooting um disparity was between the only reason why he shot so high because he barely took threes, remember? He never said himself. He said, I was going to, he got down the threes and started focusing on the mid range and fouls and flopping. Heavy on a flop. We didn't, we didn't really address the flopping, though. Is that we, you, we're gonna, you, you want to address it? Because, I mean, I mean, that series really is what made me not like like LeBron as a player back then. I was in middle school because the flopper was ridiculous that series. And I, I just think that's what really would turn the tide. Yeah, I could say, okay, see, flopped, but. We go say Miami flat more. Arguably. I'm not gonna lie though. I feel like arguably you can make you can make the argument that it was mostly D Wade. I feel like D Wade was really the person who was out there like pump fake, jump into you, get the foul. I feel like yeah, a D-Wade, lot of the D Wade like, was selling it a lot. Yeah, like I mean, me watching just game two and like watching the other games. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I ain't see LeBron really flop as as bad as he's been known to flop in like certain occasions. At least in my opinion. From what I saw and like looking at what I felt like D Way got more of the calls than LeBron did. And I feel like even when like LeBron got bailed out down the other end, KD got the bailout too. So like I feel like I didn't really want to say like it was just like LeBron. Was and I would say KD got bailed out on like one play when he fouled um who was it? The the baddie on that charge. And they and they call it a block. They call it a block because they try to keep KD in the game for entertainment loss. Yeah, if if they got KD with that one, that game would have been over. Sooner than it was already. So, I mean, Katie got built out one play, but I feel as if some of the fouls Katie got were petty fouls, and then some of the fouls he got because he didn't know how to play defense back then. Yeah, it's just he's just a young player learning at that point. So I, I feel I think he was like what twenty five that year or something, or something. So like he he didn't really he didn't know how to play defense until like a few years later. So that also plays a big part. But yeah, um, going to looking at the box scores, when you see the scores of these games, they're like really close. Like I remember, I don't remember this series being this close because I always, I always remember Game Five when Miami just like blew the doors off the off the series and they started killing them. 
in that fourth yeah. quarter, and it, it ended up as a blowout. But like, I thought this series was like way farther apart than it was. Like, I'm looking, I see game two. Game two is a game that we've been focusing on. They Miami won one by four. Um, OKC lost by six in game three. They lost by six in game four, and in game five they lost by like um fifteen, I believe. So this series was actually closer than I remember it being. And like, just like in game two alone, I feel like a certain certain possessions go um someone else's way. This series could have easily been like two two zip going back to Miami, and we could have been talking about a whole different series at that point. With okay, yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, I feel like. I feel like um, I remember we was talking about it earlier. I feel like the Heat were just like was just slightly better than the Thunder team. Like they were just too deep. Like I feel yeah, like they were deeper. Yeah, yeah, they were like they were literally just they had a deeper team, and I feel like that's why they didn't win. I feel like if you like if you just took away like people like Shane Battier, I'm not gonna lie, like he was really the X factor for that series. Like they literally right. just have better shooters, bro. The okay, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. they have OKC better shooters was never they, a team. And they paid more people. OKC was never a team, even to like to this day, that never had like shooter shooters. They always been athletic focused. Like if you look at the team, even right now, our team has always been athletic focused. Never been like skill focused. Skill players are usually the ones who are the stars, but it's always been like athleticism. Even um right now, the the starting small forward for um, OKC right now, some guy from the G League, he's just athletic, bro. Yeah, with a little jump shot. So it's like for years they've been on that athletic formula. They just pick up the most athletic person and try to build skill into them. It doesn't work out all the time, but I mean most of the time it works because you know we got three MVPs off our team. So you know. And I also feel with Miami in that series, they were just more determined. Like yeah, they had LeBron was on a mission to like prove everybody wrong from 2011. I was like, oh. He can't get it done. He's choking in the fourth quarter, blah, blah, blah. He's not made for this. And he was just on a mission to, like, prove everybody wrong. And he, he came out and averaged 28.6. Zakia. Um, 10.2 rebound. Um, 7.4 assists. Yeah. And he was just, he was walling. was good. So, yeah, he was on a mission that series to just prove everybody wrong. And he did it, so... Otherwise, it's like, um, well, game three, I didn't get to really watch too much. Like game, game three, four. I saw mostly. So, what happened game three? Explain game three to me. Game three, basically, um, OKC was actually playing really well that game. I thought they were going to win. Like, I, as I was watching it, I, I didn't, I was like watching it almost, I almost forgot that I didn't know the outcome of the game. So, I was just watching it and I was like, um, I was like, oh, snap, OKC's about to win this game. And then they just baited in the fourth quarter. And then they had a chance to actually tie it. But then um, Westbrook and Thabo Stefanosha, they they weren't communicating. And the ball went out of bounds. And then Miami just, they they went to the free throw game. And then Miami just hit free throws to win the game, basically. Yeah, it's basically like the same. Literally, game three was like, like, and all the, and all the, like, most of the games, bro, it, the, it was the same formula. It's like KD foul trouble. Yes, oh showing my up. <laughs> Westbrook showing up. They make this late, this late fourth quarter run, and then he just mm-hmm. never get it done. Yep. <laughs> it was so repetitive, and I was like, yo, like, why is KD in foul trouble so much? Like, 
I don't remember him struggling with fouls like this before because I'm so used to seeing how he plays now. He's much more smarter. He's a better literally, basketball player. Literally, like, a mission to get fouled out, though. Like, you can see it was their mission to get fouled out, which is probably yeah. the smartest thing. That's literally the only way to guard him, <laughs> find him out. So it makes sense. Yeah. Words. I mean, but then I think the next game, I think, uh, what's the name? Westbrook just went off. Yeah, well, that's the game where Westbrook went off, and then Katie also helped too. I mean, Katie had like um, he had um twenty eight points per game. No, he had twenty eight yeah. points in that in that game. Yeah, yeah. But like, no one else could score for OKC at all. Like, let me see the box score of this game because I don't really remember the game that much. Bro, that team is literally Katie Westbrook. Score half the points and then get a little support from Harden and hope Ibaka score and hope Perkins do something. I hope you know, and Reggie Jackson did a big part though. Reggie Jackson did not play at all. Wait, that, that that's final. That's a different final. That's a different playoff series, and I'm bugging. Yeah, he did not play at all in this finals, which which I found surprising because I'm like, I mean, yeah, not, really, not really, because I mean, Derek Fisher's the vet, and like Reggie Jackson hasn't really proven himself at that point, so I see why. But like looking back in hindsight, you're probably like, mm, maybe you give Reggie Jackson a chance. Maybe you get to see a little sneak peek of what he becomes later on. But yeah, game game four it was. Let me see. Game four box score. All right, so yeah, KD nine for nineteen from the field, forty seven percent, twenty eight points. Uh, he didn't struggle with fouls in this game that much. He had three. So Westbrook also had three. He had forty three. Double Stephalosha was a minus 19, though, with five points in 27 minutes. And KD basically played this whole game. He played 46 minutes. He didn't come out, basically. So that's also key to note there. Um, And what you call it? Harden played, um, Harden played 37 minutes around where I want to see him play, but he struggled in this game. Two for 10, eight points, 10 rebounds, two assists. Five personal fouls and four turnovers. Yeah, this was not a good game for Harden at all. So, yeah, Harden, Harden. If Harden just shows up, Mavic not even show up. He didn't even gotta show up. If he would have just scored maybe like six more points in like the last like couple minutes of the game, it would have. They probably would have won a couple more like games in the series. And I'm not gonna lie. There was a couple like good possessions. Like I remember one like where Harden was blowing a layup. I don't remember which game it was, but it was like a late it was like late down the stretch and like Harden had a clear line to the basket and he it was like a fast break layup and he just like blew the layup. Hey, but, like, fast break layup. Facts. But facts. <laughs> facts like Thunder that Thunder team, they just they weren't they weren't they don't, I wouldn't they were too they young. Ready. Yeah, too, too, young. too young, yeah. They and came together at the wrong time, I guess, basically. I would have been saying they came together at the wrong time. It's also coaching, too. I think the coaching played a big part. Because, I mean, then again, Harden should have got more minutes at that. But even like He should have got more minutes, but he still struggled anyways. So even if you give him more minutes, like we were saying, maybe it would have been better for him to get more minutes so you could, like, acquaint him on the offense more with... Katie and Westbrook. But the thing about that, though, maybe it was just struggling, on the court alone attracts attention. So True. it's like, and what I see is the main reason why Harden didn't work along with the team 
is literally because Harden did not um what's the word? He they tried to make him a spot up shooter a little bit too. He mm-hmm. needed a ball in his hand, and but them in the court, Harden was not getting the ball. And I I I, I even peep like the shots wide open, like off the catch, he was not making them. Even to the day, I think he still struggles with making shots off the catch. Maybe I might be bugging. I see he's better with the ball in his hand. So that's also a big reason why they struggled that series. But they didn't have no think about it, they didn't really have no off the ball shooters. Yeah, I mean Daquan Cook was someone that could like hit a three once in a while, but like Yeah, one of the few on the team that could do that at the time. But you it's not someone you trust in him with playoff minutes. Stefalosha has, has now developed into a better three-point shooter, but he wasn't such so much of one um, back in that day. And Stefalosha was playing like Robeson in that freaking series. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. He really was. He like Robeson with that 60% shooting. I didn't even know it was that bad. Said that. I thought he was shooting like a nice little 30% or something. Percent. Yeah, but yeah. I'm hearing 60%. You a starter, bro. How much minutes you played again? <laughs> you a starter, bro. You played... 37 damn minutes. And he was getting baked on defense, Loki. He was. <laughs> like, I, he saw, good, like, I saw a few of good defensive plays from him. I'm not going to lie. A few. Very few. But, like, let me look at the series summary. Like, I didn't look at the series summary stats yet. Honestly, you know? though, he was their best option against LeBron. Because then they had, they had Harden guarding LeBron at some points. They had KD, then KD eventually got switched off because they used to do those screens with Bosch and stuff like that. So then Ibaka and Perkins would end up on him. But yeah, most of the time, Stephalosha, that was their best option because then Durant would get into foul trouble once he guarded LeBron because he couldn't really stay in front of him like that because LeBron was just too fast, too strong. So, But one thing I got to say, um, we're going to series now again. Now I'm looking at the series percentages. Yeah, they... KD didn't have help that series. I mean, it was, minus, it was that and then three-point shooting. Yeah, literally, KD shot 39%. And after that, I was just like, yeah. Because 30%, 30% from three Westbrook? Come on, bro. Yeah, he did not bro, shoot bro. well from three at all. That man took 22 three-point shots and made three for that series, bro. And That's, in the closeout game, I want to say this. Westbrook had 19 points on four for 20 shooting. See, so... Classic Westbrook. That's yeah, that's the classic Westbrook. Westbrook. See me, I when I talk about my OKC team, I don't really. I remember the good Westbrook, but I remember more the bad Westbrook. Of course, because he the bad Westbrook came at the worst times, really at the worst times. Yep. And to shoot forty three percent from the field goal and thirty percent from three as a guard. As a guard, bro, that's pretty disgusting. Bad. But yeah, um, back to Harden. We were saying earlier about his minutes. I feel like maybe the minutes probably wouldn't have even made a difference because maybe this was just Harden showing his true colors from the start. Cause man, like, the man shot thirty-seven percent from the field goals for the series. That alone just explains how he how, how it went, bro. And he shot thirty-one percent from three, which is actually the third best for the series, but. You know, I mean, when you name the other people on the roster, I mean, of course, that's the third best because, like, you have Stefalosha, Ibaka, um, Fisher, and then, yeah, literally. So, they had no backup point guard. I mean, they had one. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, though, you can make the argument saying he didn't have enough help, but I feel like a lot of the times. 
KD was in foul trouble and his team was kept him in that because if you look at it, if Westbrook didn't do what he was doing and like I don't know, like Ibaka wasn't playing defense, they yeah, could have blown out. Yeah, if game two, especially game two, game two when Harden and Ibaka, that was like the one game where like all like the main players for OKC came together and like they played like a a cohesive game together. No one yeah, that was, and I'm saying like maybe they win game two, and there's this is a whole different series we're talking about because these these games are close. Oh yeah, all of them were close except for the last one. And in my yeah. eyes, these games were decided by free throws. In my eyes, a lot a lot of the games were decided free by throws free throws and just like certain possessions, certain possessions that that were important that kind of went either way, like certain yeah. fouls, certain um. Certain and certain balls. fouls in my eyes were not certain fouls for sure. A lot of those fouls were not fouls. A lot of them. So it was like, I mean, that's the past now, but I would love to see that team get back together and play them again right now, though. I'll pay money to see that. To see the, the three MVPs join back together and hope Harden could actually perform. And I actually want to see Harden. I mean... This year, playoffs, he's going to be fresh. So we're going to see what happens when the playoffs right. come back. Because the, the Rockets definitely going to make the playoffs. We're going to see what happens with them. For or, sure. they could, or, or they could all be rusty with no practice time. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of them will get in gym work, hopefully. I mean, they should be in the house. So I'm not sure if anyone's getting. I know people in their house getting ahead and stuff, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know they didn't get ahead. I, I, I actually didn't see that video, y'all. I have to go look for that video. Yo, bro, it was it was all over Twitter, bro. But we all know we all know who the the off season goat is right now. We know who that is. That's a fact. Big W. <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to Jamal Murray, the off season because I, I did not see that coming from any NBA <laughs> NFL player. Yes. I can see that coming from an NFL player. Nah, this, this takes player, me. Now nah, this takes me back to when Draymond posted his on um on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what I are you using on Snapchat? Yeah, that was wild. Girl, sick girl was giving Draymond head. Oh my gosh! You know what? I'm, they probably nah, didn't see the, the true religion. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It, was, it, it wasn't was, that. He posted a schmee. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is what? Nah. No, 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 no. What? I ain't know all that. I, I never won ESPN show the girl me on um on the on the television. I was never forgive them for that. <laughs> what? I was a nasty whoever whoever that cameraman was, they should have fired. Bro, 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 bro. You know what's funnier is LeBron fans were in the comments defending him. Like they was like, oh, he got a lot of blood rushing to other spots right now. So you know, yo, 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 that yo. That's that's what I knew LeBron fans was out of pocket, bro. Why are you defending him for being soft, bro? Like, yo, what? What do you mean how blood rushes to other spots, bro? Why is the cameraman at that angle when he's fixing his pants? Like, why they got a record him fixing his pants, bro? Nah, that was OD. That was OD. That was OD, bro. That's disgusting what they did. I thank God I looked, I looked away from the television when that part came, bro. I saw come out like, yo, no way they're gonna show this man me on television, bro. <laughs> nah, it was really Jamal Murray though, the off season goal. Cause this this is basically off season. It is basically the off season now. Yeah, y'all saw um y'all saw the video I sent about um CJ and um Dame talking about yeah. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that <laughs> CJ is wild for entertaining the comment. <laughs> <laughs> Dame was like, we don't we don't we don't discuss the comments like that over here. 
and bro, they was on NBA's like they was on the NBA's official Instagram's live story. Like <laughs> that's OD. <laughs> that's wild, bro. That man's about to have a mean fine, bro. Jamal Murray, bro. He's about to have a mean fine, bro. <laughs> yeah. First, he's gonna find your kid for saying I know homo, and your mom is gonna come and post his meat. Like, I don't know what's going on with that team, bro. But the Nuggets got a lot of explaining to do, bro. Yeah, son. And boy, gonna come with, come with that regular, oh, what the heck, guy, bro. You got bored. You try, sure to, try, try to do it. Get home, get head at home challenge or something. <laughs> He should have pulled the offset though. He was playing. He he, he was he. Yeah, bro. He should have said. <laughs> he should have said. Balls on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a classic balls on my face is huge right there because the offset is a clown for that. I know damn well he posted that too. <laughs> Thinking he slipped to what balls on my face. Yeah, die, bro. Nah. This offseason got these players bored. That's why they're doing all this stuff. We're gonna see more stuff like that towards like as we keep going towards in this. I'm thinking Jackson Hayes gonna do something next too. Mr. S Mr. 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 <laughs> SMB. I'm like, yo, bro, what? That's the first time I heard an NBA player say that in general. I go, he was so Kyrie. bad, bro. I'm, I'm bugging Kyrie. <laughs> he's not that one on the wood street. So I, I forgot yeah, about that. Son. Like, how you tell the commissioner that? Like, he said, on commissioner, he said, something out of your way. I can't bro, believe bro. that. It's the you know how mad you gotta be? You know how mad you gotta be about the Rising Stars Challenge? <laughs> to tell that to the commissioner, bro. Exactly, bro. It, come on, bro. It's, and he's not was, even the one that decides it either. Like it's the coaches and stuff. Like SMB, bro. I'm like, yo, but you're a grown man though. At that too, so it's like, nah. Loki Jackson Hayes is younger than us, so we got to. Oh damn, my fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot we older than Zion. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> dear. <laughs> I remember they kids, so they still thinking like how we used to think a couple years ago. So, boy said SMD. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> All that though, <laughs> that's definitely gonna go. They never go. Yo, when you retire, they don't run that video back. Like, come on, that's gonna be a sports center everywhere, bro. We never forget that video. That's a fact. What else happened in the NBA universe this week? Cause got everybody on TikTok now. OD. <laughs> everybody trying to be a comedian. <laughs> nah, he out of all the comedians, boy try to be a point star. I like, I don't expect it. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Guy, he, he tried it though. I don't know, cause for you to post it, number one, someone gotta put. You gotta press post. You have to press post. So I don't know if he really got hacked. How come that's the only thing I got posted? Okay. Now nah, I heard he started like posting like random stuff to his story to make it seem like he was hacked, like just random nonsense, like right after that story. So he knew oh. he knew what was going on. Oh, so he did try to offset. Okay. <laughs> he did try to bulls him off. Then he deleted his whole Instagram. Instagram. I'm about to check if he if his Instagram is actually back up because I know he deleted it. So. That boy, but he tried to he tried to be trending, trending. That's why. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's back on Instagram. It's, 
I know his followers went up and all that. Like. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, more followers. What to do? <laughs> Yo. So they all bought in quarantine. I see, um, what you call it? The Dollar Boo from the 76 is make TikToks like every two seconds now. Oh, yeah, Daibo. Daibo, he's been wilding with the challenges. So, yeah, I know that boy really bored. He's been a sports center all day. Oh, what week, you call I mean. I saw, I was watching Donovan Mitchell's stream today. He was like, um, someone in his comments was like, I know, I know Jamal Murray hasn't been practicing social distancing. That was a week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a like, funny one. Though. Definitely more than, there was definitely less than six feet between them. Like, yeah. <laughs> but how y'all feel about the Corona thing before? Yeah, trying to wrap it up. How you feel about the Corona thing though? I'm just hoping it it gets under control. We get over this because I low-key want to go back to work. I'm tired of being in the crib without doing anything. I got to go to work regardless. I work for essentials. Essential businesses, yeah. The morning shift is disgusting, bro. It's disgusting. I mean, I don't mind it, but it's just like how the customers get at them before the store open. It's ridiculous. Anyone listening, if you're one of those customers, stop doing that. That's disgusting. I can't damage. They be fighting in your store, Kev? Bro, they don't fight. They've been fighting a lot recently, you know. But they haven't been fighting inside the store. Some lady fainted the other day. I'll say that. I hope she's okay. But um, I mean, wait, hold on. Speaking it. of that, speaking of that, if you if you're one of those individuals who's out there bulk buying, I just want to let you know you're an idiot and you need to stop. Word. I'm the supply you know chain is now. fine. The food supply chain will be fine if you just buy your regular amount every day. Like, you don't need an OD. Yes. Yeah, so please stop coming to my register. We're like 60 chickens, bro. You don't need 60 chickens. You don't need 10 milks, bro. Like, you don't need, you don't need 10 water. You do not need 10 packs of water, bro. Like, come on, bro. Bro, just, the milk just thing, buy bro. a Brita filter and call it a day. I promise Yo, you, you will have water for like three months straight. That man who pulled up to my register with 14 waters, I would not for, I would not forgive you for that. You do not need 14 <laughs> packs of waters, bro. This this people what I ordered this mess. You really pull up and say me a fourteen, bro. I said nah, no way, bro. Kev, how the vitamin section looking at your at, at your store? It's it's still very healthy over there. I'm guessing people don't care to you know. Like, bro, this is something that attacks your immune system. You would think that. But people I will say right? this: the good part is the the produce section, the produce section is mm-hmm. running out. So people are buying fruits. So right. that's the good part. They're, they're instead of vitamins, they're trying to take care of themselves with organic fruits, I guess. So. No, not organic, because they're actually GMO made the most of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're buying the chemical fruits, so that's 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 good. And Still no toilet paper at, at, at your job? I was surprised to see some at all, but they, they've been finishing toilet paper. There's no, there's no wipes out there. I can't believe um, anybody Anybody listening to this, you have to make sanitizer at home. We do not have none for sale. <laughs> Make your wipes at home. Go Google how to make wipes. Google how to make sanitizer because that's the reality right now. Or you can hit me up. <laughs> you can hit me up on Twitter at Stolly Living. You know, I got hand sanitizer for sale. You know, they all fake sanitizer, just water with some soap. <laughs> some dishwasher soap, but I ain't going to say too much. But yeah. Um, and come, yo, yo. Let me, let me talk to the, the viewers that's not covering your mouth. Cover your mouth, bro. Cover your mouth when you sneeze and cough, bro. Don't go. Oh my god! I, I, I hope you have all the viewers too, because that's that's the main 
people who be doing it, bro. <laughs> when I come out of public and quote, <laughs> don't do none of that right now, bro. Dude, you will get slapped for that, bro. Don't do that. And if you don't got nowhere to go, stay inside. Like, why are you outside? Facts. Only go yeah, outside if, if you necessary. If you do not need to go outside, and for, okay, for, the, for our younger audience who is not taking it serious on a real note, yeah, the one's going selfish. to spring break in Miami. Yeah, y'all being selfish. <laughs> y'all being mad selfish for the younger, for like the younger people listening. Y'all being selfish, bro. Talk about I being selfish, OD, because y'all, y'all, y'all focus on yourself getting it when you could give it to other people, and that's what should be the main focus, you know? Stop yeah, trying all, to give it to other people. It's all fun and ta- it's all fun and games until grandma got it. And then Yeah, bro. And it's not it's not a joke. People outside still playing ball. People outside doing regular activities. This is not the time for that, bro. On a real Facts. note, it'll this all be fun. there. It'll all be there in like a month or so when we out of here. So, like basketball is not going nowhere. <laughs> it's about it's about public safety and try to take care of your fellow beings because that's not wavy what y'all doing. Like, it's not, bro. Like y'all, y'all think y'all think it's probably fun or whatever, and it's a joke. You know, you gonna get it and live. It's not about that because people are really dying from it on a real note. Like, we have a hundred deaths in a, in in New York already, off that off the rip. Hundred deaths, that's enough. So it's not it's not fun and games time. To wrap it up. All right, I guess that's it for this week. We'll catch y'all next week. Probably post on the Twitter page. Make sure y'all follow that at FBL NBA Pod. We'll probably post what game we'll do next week or what series we'll focus on next week. Um, stay safe out there. Check out the podcasts no wait check out the podcast twitter and instagram page at fbl nba pod and check out the website at the fastbreaklayup.com and we'll catch y'all next week <laughs>